0: This week's parsha is parsha's V'Heschanan, also known as Shabbos Nachamu, and this week's video is sponsored L'Refua Shalema Chaim Shloma Ben Rachel and Shmuel Simcha Ben Fradl This week we read about the Aseret HaDibris, the Ten Commandments that Moshe Rabbeinu gave over to Kal Yisrael in the second set of Luchas and the final commandment of the Aseret HaDibris is L'Sachmait Don't be jealous, don't covet your friend's wife, their house, their car, their money, their animals, their donkey, or anything that belongs to your friend and the Ibn Ezra poses a simple question. He says, how is it possible that a Baruch Hu can command us to not think something? How can he forbid us to think something when a thought is something that could just pop into our head without our control? It's not up to us. I understand, loy tzach, loisig don't kill, don't steal. That requires an action. But to not think something, it's out of our control. Says the Ibn Ezra Mashal, that the same way a villager might covet his neighbor's daughter, but not the princess or the queen, because it's so far removed from him it has no sheiches to him. Therefore, he doesn't even think about it. It doesn't enter his mind. So too, we have to believe that everything HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us is for us and not for Yenim. And anything Hashem gave Yenim is for him and not for us. To not believe that would be a complete lack of faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have to believe that everything Hashem gave us is solely for us and He gave us whatever we need. Therefore, by committing loy by, moid, by coveting something that your friend has, that is showing that you don't believe in God. That is showing that you don't believe that Hashem gave you everything necessary for you. So we have to train ourselves to think in this way, that my friend's possessions, my friend's status, his job, his possessions, his wife, his, his car, his his job, everything that belongs to him, it has nothing to do with me. It is so far removed from me it wouldn't even enter my mind to think that I should be jealous of him. And that in essence is really the message of Tisha because Kinnah leads to Sina as everyone knows. Sinna is hatred and kinna is jealousy and that's where it starts. It's all kindled with a flame of jealousy. And that's also the story of Bar Kamtza and Kamtsa, how he didn't want to have this Bar at the meal and he was willing to pay for half the party and yet he still kicked him out. That's how far his hatred went and that ultimately brought down the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. How careful we have to be with Kinnah and with Sinah because with the flames of passion, with the flames of, 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 of jealousy could arouse so much in the earth that it's beyond our comprehension. And that I believe is the difference between Tishabov and Golos and Shabbos Nachamu and Ge'ula. Parshas Khanan has always read Shabbos Nachamu. And I realized that the middle two letters of Nachamu is Chesmem. The same middle two letters of Sahmoid, Chesmem. And the reason is because Chesmem is Cham, is heat, is passion. We have to decide what are we passionate about. Do we care what he has, that he has a private jet and a yacht and and his job and his status and his covet and whatever else my friend has? or are we concerned with the havas khin, with loving each other and with trying to yearn for the of HaMikdash passionately, that we want back what we once had, the glory of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world. That is a Shabbos Nachamu, that the ultimate nechama will come when we have Mashiach Tzidkeinu, B'mheri amen. we have to really be passionate about it and we'll be zoichet that this Tishabav will be the last ever and we will have Mashiach Tzidkeinu, may we have a easy and meaningful fast and a beautiful shoppers.